0: Welcome to the Flourish with Functional Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Lowry, founder of Twin Cities Nutritional Therapy and a nutritional therapy practitioner specializing in chronic digestive issues, allergies, and autoimmune conditions. Join me for episode 13, where we meet Rachel Alm, nutritional therapy practitioner, instructor, and master medical herbalist from Grand Canyon, Arizona, who's board certified in holistic nutrition. Learn how her health journey led her to the field of nutritional therapy and how she incorporated her nutritional therapy skills into her career and education. Also, how she became a nutritional therapy instructor and went on to formulate her own botanical medicine product line called Open Roads Botanicals. Listen until the end to hear her quick tip for healthier living. As always, we must disclaim that the information we share in the podcast is for educational purposes only. Functional nutrition is similar to functional medicine in that it seeks to strengthen the systems of the body and address root causes of illness. As nutritional therapy practitioners, we do not diagnose or treat disease, and we recommend working with a qualified practitioner. Now let's talk to Rachel. Rachel, thanks so much for joining me today. Rachel was my instructor at the Nutritional Therapy Practitioner course that I took, and I'm so glad that she has accepted my invitation to come and um, and join us on the show. Welcome, Rachel.
1: Thank you, Madeline. I'm super happy to be here. It's such fond memories of teaching you and your class in Denver, and love to be able to stay in touch with you and see the work that you're doing. So uh, thanks for the invitation.
0: You're Welcome. So why don't we start with the question, you know, how did you hear about nutritional therapy? What were you doing and how did you hear about it?
1: Well, so I was living in Olympia, Washington at the time, which is the headquarters for the Nutritional Therapy Association. And this was back in 2007. Um, and I have had a longtime interest in both health and education and have done um, many years of academic and professional study. In both of those areas um, especially kind of in the realm of social service and I was getting the the catalog from the local community college and um, uh, being the forever learner that I am I always look I look to see what learning opportunities are available and the NTA was teaching their course in at South Puget Sound Community College um, which was my local CC and so I it caught my eye it actually came across my radar at a time that I had personally just gone through a very severe health crisis, um, you know, very traumatic, life-threatening health crisis and was coming out of that phase of life and in the process of recovery when I saw that a course description and I just knew that it was right for me.
0: Wow, so you took that course at the community college in 2007. And it, was it taught by Greg Graham?
1: Uh, so it what he was teaching, but my instructor was Kathy Eason.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, we, we got to know her as well through a lot of the review sessions.
1: Absolutely, yep. Yeah. So if you have been through the program, you know Kathy because her lovely face and her wise words have been in many of the instruction videos, and uh, she's just an amazing wealth of knowledge
0: you took the course what were you doing at that point
1: so i was one of those burn the candle at both ends kind of students i had a new baby i had a full time job and i was taking this course all at the same time um, but it i that's just <laughs> i'm learning i'm i'm working on balance and finding the right amount for my plate but um You know when there's good things available it's hard for me to pass it up but i was do i had a full-time job working at a public elementary school at that time um, because i had studied um health in a social and academic context. I was working in the public school district and doing grant funded social support programs. I was doing home visitation for kids, I was doing after school cooking classes, um, mentoring programs, and I also managed the school garden and food composting program. So I already had food, wellness, and education all um, all at play. So I was doing that professionally already, but I saw this training as an opportunity to up-level the clinical side of what I was doing. And um, I was so grateful to have the support of my school administration to help me integrate my nutritional therapy training into the work that I was already doing. So it was a, a really kind of seamless Um, integration from that point on
0: so after you took the course you brought what you learned back to your job how did you how did you integrate that into the school setting
1: yeah well so we had to do a community outreach project as students Mm. of the nta which is one of my favorite parts of the whole program as instructor because i get to hear all my students doing amazing things and it's inspiring Uh, but for my project one of them was that i was already part of an after-school parenting class and Mm. part of that parenting class was that food was provided as an incentive to get people to attend. Mm -hmm. Um, And the standard had been to order a stack of Domino's pizzas for every class every week. Um, And I decided that my community project would be to get the blessing of administration. And they handed me their credit card and they gave me a budget. And they said, go ahead, you can provide a different kind of meal for our families who attend these classes if you want. And so... I was so pleased to be able to bring in more nutrient-dense whole foods and then also small little um, kind of bite-sized pieces of information or tips to help people bring more whole foods to their diet. So we're, um, we were training and supporting parents in the hard work of parenting and raising children, uh, but then also we have to recognize the role of nutrition in this process of raising a healthy family and so that's where i uh, really found tremendous joy was in education for the parents and the children about how to eat foods that make you feel good and support your body in doing what you want to do so eating to to have fun and feel well
0: wow that's that's really amazing that you were in a place and in a time where you could take that training and put that right to work that's really inspirational can you connect the dots for me though because you went from there in 2007 maybe 2008 to being an instructor for the nta and you've been an instructor for some time now yes. how did that happen
1: yes so I continued to do that school work, um, grant funded programs through the school district and trying to incorporate nutritional therapy every opportunity I had. Um, But because of the profound knowledge and training that I had received, where I didn't initially think that I would want to do this professionally, I was doing it for my own self. I realized I just was in a place and ready to share this Work with more people in a more formal setting um, and so two things happened at that point I one decided to change my job and I moved out of public education and into community health. I took a job as a clinical health educator um, at a community health facility supporting the medical and social needs of the low-income population of Thurston County where I lived, mm-hmm. and I also had stayed in touch with my instructor for the NTA and many friends that I had made as a student, and uh, turns out there was an opening. There was a, a, it was a time of growth for the NTA where there were more students enrolling than they had instructors to teach those classes and so they heard about my work in the schools and my work in the clinic and I Uh, received uh, an amazing invitation to join the instruction team for the NTA. So that started in 2012 and I also at that time had uh, my second child in 2012. Mm. And so there was a kind of a big transition time. I ended up leaving my 40 hour a week clinic job. Yeah, I got to be at home with my kiddos and do this teaching work for the NTA that I love so very much.
0: Okay. Well, maybe we should take a moment here. And for those that are not familiar, um, could you just describe sort of what the commitment is, what's involved in training to be a nutritional therapy practitioner? I think it's something we haven't reviewed yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I think it's important. So um, it is a major commitment and there's really no two ways about it. It's a very strenuous program. Uh, The people who come to the NTA are passionate, they're motivated, many of them, um, the the inspiration that brings them there is either a strong background in wellness or a strong desire to understand their own bodies better. Um, So we really take that passion and motivation, Um, students show up so excited and ready, and I say, hang on to that fire, you're gonna need it. This is a nine month program. Um, We like to tell students budget 15 to 20 hours per week for an entire nine months. And I've had many students say, oh, it took me more than that per week for sure. Um, So just to be realistic, it's difficult to do with a full-time job. Um, We love the fact that we have a bit of a self-paced program which makes it easier for uh, more interested students to register so you can still have a job and of course family and and travel and all these other things Uh, but it can be difficult to add the NTA training to an already very full schedule. So nine months there are a couple term breaks sprinkled throughout there so you'll get you know two weeks of a spring break or three weeks of a winter break is a time for recovery a lot of life happens over nine months times and as instructors we're very sensitive to that and um, if somebody comes up upon a, a life circumstance that impacts their ability to complete an assignment um, we like to be supportive and accommodating within reason to do that and also so it's a self-paced program We have uh, something like 15 modules that each involve looking at videos, PowerPoint slides or PDF documents. There's quizzes, there's essays, there's book reviews, there's practical assignments, and then we also require our students to find outside practice clients and submit a total of three different client folders over the nine-month program. And we're progressively building the skills over those three folders to help students learn how to conduct a client intake, um, do the assessment, get all the information from the client, um, not just in, in an interview form, but also some more quantitative measurements related to the symptoms a client might be experiencing and then we progress into um, more functional understanding so looking at how the systems in the body work and how they all work together and how each of those systems relates back to symptoms a client is complaining of and then we add in the protocol building and the recommendations and goal goal setting so that the NTP or NTC can give bio-individual recommendations to our clients because we are anything but cookie cutter, right? There is no one-size-fits-all approach to supporting each and every one of us and our unique needs. So that is kind of the trajectory of the program. If you're in an NTP course, there are three in-person workshops over that nine-month period. Um, they're either three or four days long, and you'll know the location of that workshop when you sign up. So you might really want to go to San Diego, for example. Um, We have a lot of students who travel because the destination is part of the experience. It's nice to be able to get away. Say you live in Minnesota, Madeline, it might be (laughs) lovely to (laughs) take a winter holiday to San Diego and learn some great things and grow an amazing community, um, and then some people like to find a, a convenient close-to-home location to do that as well.
0: Wow, it's hard for me to, to appreciate the vacation uh, aspects of any of those workshops, because aside from the first workshop, uh, where we're starting to learn hands-on skills, the others yep. uh, involve midterms and finals, and they're quite stressful. You're right. Yeah. Yes, those there wouldn't be any sightseeing going on. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> certainly not relaxing. And over these years, I have uh, I've gotten wise to realize that I need to extend my stay by a few days if I want to see my family in those locations. If I want to. You know sleep in or see the sights or have a nice meal because you're right those weekends are intense they're so full and very exhausting full of great stuff but it also really requires full commitment and presence
0: it really does yeah i was impressed with the training i was impressed with the um the level to which um we were expected to understand anatomy physiology Chemistry, biochemistry, and so so much information about nutrients and um, vitamins, minerals. You know, it's really a wealth of information about nutrition. But also, it's it's not just information. Um, the The other thing that was quite unexpected for me and about the training was that it's a method of practice. So we're being trained in a method of practice that we can utilize immediately upon graduation to you know cater to the needs of our particular client population. So whatever we've decided to specialize in, we can, we can address that right away. Yes,
1: I know. It really is. It's a very comprehensive program, and um, I think people are frequently surprised at, uh, at the amount of training they receive and, and how much of it is really applicable and practical right out of the gate.
0: A lot of people come to nut- nutritional therapy... Um, because they themselves either experienced a change in their health um, by utilizing some in- nutritional principles and then wanted to, you know, kind of dig in deeper. Um, was that your experience or, you know, and, and how, how has being an NTP helped you in your own health journey?
1: Sure. Yes, 100% yes. And I would say that the vast majority of us who are drawn to this field are coming because of our own personal experiences. Uh, so it's you know, it's not uncommon at all to be in a classroom full of people who are all facing their own major health issues while they are training to be able to help others as well Um, i would say that the nta training has supported my own health in more ways than i can list and um, so some of the more obvious ways are that i began to really understand the functions of my body and I was able to start to correlate symptoms to systems. Um, So that deep anatomy and physiology understanding was incredibly helpful to me because it's so difficult when you have symptoms that are very difficult to identify uh, or to discern and it feels difficult to really put a finger on what's going on or why. This helped me get right to the heart of a lot of the issues. And then not only identify the root issues, but have a strategic approach with food and nutrients to to rebalance my body. Uh, but then in a less obvious way, I have to say, one of the most profound gifts I have received from going through the NTA training for my own self is to know that I am not alone. I felt through. So I have an autoimmune condition, inflammatory bowel disease. It's one of those private things that I've always felt was something that I deal with alone. It's, you know, it's it's somewhat, um, you know, private, embarrassing, it's isolating. I just really had no idea until I went through this program just how relatable my experience is to others who face maybe not the same condition, but the experience of living with chronic disease and the physical challenges, the emotional challenges of living with this illness. So I would say creating a sense of community and more global support for me has been one of my greatest gifts.
0: So do you, um, in your, in your work as a nutritional therapy practitioner, um, did you carry that on while you were training, uh, doing training, um, for other nutritional therapy practitioners? And did you have a specialty that you uh, focused on?
1: Yes. So I, well, uh, I would say that it took me a very long time to be able to share with others that I was having personal struggles. And so I, for a long time, was just offering more generalized support rather than really sharing my issues and inviting in clients with similar issues, I was just opening the doors to whomever was looking for healing with food. So some people come to nutritional therapy because they know they have an illness that is food related. Say they have you know some food sensitivities and they need help nailing down a diet that is uh, complete and nourishing, but also does not include those things they're sensitive to. Um, other people will think more in terms of maybe uh, weight loss or fertility for nutritional therapy. Um, but I really wanted people to understand that nutritional therapy is not just about food, but really a, a, a form of medicine. So even those who feel that they are eating a very healthy diet, and, and, and certainly they are, but maybe there's a piece of the diet or a a missing nutrient that really is the key, it's like the missing puzzle piece to helping someone get over a hurdle or find their way to the true optimal health that they know is possible but have been struggling to achieve. And that's where nutritional therapy comes in. So that was the more broad support that I offered And as I've been doing this for many, many years now, it's become abundantly clear that my specialty is um, not only to be a helper to the helpers, uh, as in providing healing to those who are doing this healing work, but also to incorporate botanical medicine. I see the medicine that the earth provides as an integral component to the nutritional therapy, the clinical assessment, and the healing work that we do as graduates of this program. So I have gone to do a great deal of continuing education around uh, medical herbalism and then also some energy work, and muscle testing, and I've continued to deepen my skill set of motivational interviewing and my concept, uh, my conceptual knowledge around behavior change principles, and so those are some of the skills that I bring to people who already have an established practice, whether they're a nutritional therapy practitioner or, or consultant, or they're in some other line of a wellness profession where they're seeing clients. Um, my My goal is to provide help to those people that is practical support for clinical assessment and behavior change, but also um, the support that I provide is healing directly to those who are of service to others. So that's where I really identify with that community because that is me. I am a person who lives with an illness. I continue to um, enjoy and attract people to my profession um, and in a support model. So I am helping people and I've had to learn how to also help myself through that process. And that involves physical and emotional healing, boundary setting, self-awareness, and a large variety of self-care practices that make it an even bi-directional experience or exchange where a practitioner can give and also receive and that balance is still there so that the, the practitioner doesn't end up feeling depleted.
0: That's really important work and thank you for clarifying that. So you, you have been in practice and mainly working with practitioners then as your client base. Is that right?
1: Yep, that's correct. Yep. And so I have created a product line using botanical medicines, um, and I am offering those botanical medicines to practitioners with training to help incorporate that into their practice. The theory behind most of the products that I make is actually from one of the big ideas, if you're an NTA grad, you know what I mean by big ideas, of our detoxification module, which is that um, in order to support the detoxification processes of the body, we must first ensure that the pathways of elimination are open. So I really see that as a key to unlocking healing for so many people is that we have a burden that needs to be released And in order to do that, we simply need to tone, heal, and gently open those pathways of elimination rather than stimulating uh, maybe a a more involved or somewhat uncomfortable um, quote-unquote detox or cleanse, we can open the pathways gently and easily, allowing the body to release burden so that it can heal as it's intended to do. So I train practitioners on how to use those open channels products for each of the pathways of elimination. Um, And then those products that I make, I also, it's important to me that I incorporate plants from my bioregion here. I live on the Colorado Plateau, right on the... Uh, south rim of Grand Canyon. Uh, Lucky me, I have a park ranger husband and get to live in beautiful places. And so I get to know the plants of this region and incorporate those into the formulas that I produce.
0: So, you know, you mentioned detoxification, and I think that's not a a healing modality that maybe most people think of, and certainly not an association with nutritional therapy. Um, But it's really... A really key part of nutritional therapy. And I think people would be surprised to realize that in nutritional therapy, you know, the initial assessment that you, that you receive includes an assessment of every organ system in the body, its nutritional status. We look for deficiencies, right? And we try to correct those with, uh, with diet, with supplements, and in other ways, including your um, the botanical products that you're talking about. But when it comes to toxins, it, there's kind of two parts to that, right? We want to we mobilize toxins in the body so that they can be eliminated. But first, <laughs> we have to make sure that all those channels of elimination are, are working well and efficiently, and that um, we can actually eliminate those toxins, because there's no point in mobilizing uh, toxin load if you can't eliminate it. That make, that just makes things worse, right?
1: You're right. Yes, yes, and I love that. That is a concept that um, that you are speaking to now, and that graduates of our program understand. Um, we can end up making ourselves f- sicker than before, right? If we don't actually support and open up those pathways of elimination first, and The thing I really like to remind everybody is that our bodies are so wise and so capable of doing this work, so we just need to give credit to the innate ability of the body to detoxify and recognize that sometimes we could all benefit from a clearing out process along with the daily functions that the body is doing to detoxify. So through a consult with a nutritional therapy practitioner, we can identify where an organ is in a state of stress. And could that be because of toxic exposure? Could it be because there's buildup? Is there lack of flow? Um, And when I say that, I mean both physically and energetically, right? There are so many different ways that we take and receive and we bring in and we let go um, and, and so often the root of disease is some type of blockage and inability to create that bidirectional flow. So that's where um, where I see my products really taking uh, the, the clinical work to the next level for practitioners. And really it's a game changer. It's been a game changer. I've seen it in my practice, in my classroom and, and in my own life.
0: So how can people get in touch with you about your botanical product line and, um, some of the training that you have to go along with that?
1: So I have a website. It is openroadbotanicals.com, and a couple ways that you can stay in touch with me there. One is that I totally welcome emails. I, I love to talk with people who are interested in herbal medicine. I know there are so many nutrition professionals who feel drawn to herbs and would love to know how to bring that into the perhaps the functional evaluation and LNT process they're already doing, and so that is the training that i am in the process of developing now will be coming shortly and to stay in touch for that i would love for y'all to sign up for my newsletter and so you can do that at my website right there at the top there's a little banner you can click and and when you sign up for the newsletter you'll get a free guide that i created that is called Three Ways to Up Your Herbal Game. So for those of you who are interested in more herbal medicine in your practice, I provide some um, what I believe to be really great (laughs) recommendations to not only start bringing herbs into your practice, but developing relationship with plants because it's a kind of a different plane. We really have to look at herbal medicine in a much different way then, um, you know, in allopathic medicinal approaches where there's one issue and a, a particular remedy to go with it, plant medicine is much more nuanced and varied, so um, openroadbotanicals.com to sign up for my newsletter, get that free guide, and then watch for newsletter updates from me as I have new offerings.
0: Great. Now, Rachel, do you have a quick tip for healthier living for our listeners?
1: Gosh, thanks. I I love being able to give a quick tip. Uh, So this is one that I find to be incredibly useful for my own self. It's a daily practice of mine. And it is, of course, to just slow down, to sit and to be still. Uh, But when I do this, I highly recommend focusing on a plant, any plant that strikes your fancy. Maybe there's a potted plant that you're growing in your house, or a tree in your yard that you love, or a dandelion growing through the sidewalk cracks. Any any plant that that uh, calls to you in some way, and just sit in reverence for even just a few deep breaths to recognize the plant and its surroundings and and ask yourself what does this plant need to grow and thrive and flourish? And then when you come to some answers about that, the question then becomes what do I need to grow and to thrive and to flourish? And so we use this reflection we can see ourselves in the plants and um, the care that we would give to plants we love is the same type of care that i challenge you all to be giving
0: yourself Hmm. that's a very nice thought (laughs) thank you for that rachel well it's been great having you on the show um i would love to have you on again in fact we are going to do another episode i know that soon um and we'll hear more about your botanical line and, um, and more about your work as a nutritional therapy practitioner.
1: Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Madeline.
0: Thanks for joining us for the Flourish with Functional Nutrition podcast. Please listen again and remember to follow us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher. To learn more about Twin Cities Nutritional Therapy or check out our podcast page, visit TCNutritionalTherapy.com. To find a nutritional therapy practitioner in your area, use the provider search at NutritionalTherapy.com. Until the next time, be well and flourish. Content of this podcast copyright 2019 by Twin Cities Nutritional Therapy. Music by Barbara Benn.